I just prayed and I got on my knees and I said, you know, I don't want to go through this. I don't want to, there has to be something. Welcome to the Story Exchange, featuring the stories and strategies of entrepreneurial women around the world. I'm Colleen DeBase. And I'm Sue Williams. We have all been there, that low moment when you hit rock bottom. Where anything and everything has gone wrong, nothing has worked out, and the future, if there is one, seems grim. The good news is that you can find your way back. Today, we are going to introduce you to Angelica Garcia Dunn, a successful entrepreneur in Houston, Texas, who now runs a $20 million shipping company. When are those motors going to come in? At Ain Global Logistics, we actually move from a pound to over a million pounds and everything in between, whether it's via truck, ocean, air, rail. Our specialty is everything overdimensional, so the big and ugly. We love doing that. Now, Angelica will be the first to tell you she knows what it's like to have it all, and she knows what it's like to have nothing. She really prefers the have-it-all part. <laughs> Don't we all? But Angelica's story is particularly interesting because some years ago, as sometimes happens, both her personal and professional lives were a complete mess. She managed to find her way back big time, thanks in large part to entrepreneurship. We wanted to hear more, so we headed to the hot, humid, sprawling oil town of Houston to talk with Angelica. If you go to our website, thestoryexchange.org, you can watch a video we produced telling Angelica's complete story. Today we're going to share snippets of that conversation. If you're in need of inspiration or simply like a great comeback story, this is a podcast for you. I was born in Corpus Christi, Texas. My grandparents were from Mexico. I actually have uh, dual citizenship. Angelica comes from humble means. Growing up, my first language was Spanish. I didn't learn English until uh, probably first grade. She learned to work hard at a young age, helping her dad, a mechanic, earn extra income for the family. Starting at around five years old, my dad had a fruit stand. So selling fruit stand, watermelons, whatever it took. And then uh, during the school year, we'd actually, I'd help my mom make tacos and tamales. Perhaps because of that, Angelica has always been an achiever type. I was president of the Spanish club, the honor society, and then all the sports. They always made fun of me. They said, you're going to be the you know, first woman president of the United States. <laughs> she became the first in her family to graduate from college, eventually getting her MBA from the University of Dallas in 1997. She worked at Bank of America, then Chase. And I started off as a teller, worked my way up to relationship banker, and then ended up becoming a branch manager. I was actually selling annuities and doing risk management and wealth accumulation and estate planning. Angelica's career began taking off, and so did her personal life. She got married, had two kids, but when her youngest, her two-year-old son Mathis, had ear infections, she decided to take a break from corporate America. So in 2003, I was a stay-at-home mom. I decided not to go back to work. This is when life took that difficult turn we alluded to earlier. She made an unsavory discovery about her husband. So there was uh, infidelity. He had another child with another woman. Uh, I didn't want to share my husband. The revelation was particularly upsetting because of her religious and cultural upbringing. In my family, there's no divorce. So I never thought that it was going to be losing my husband through divorce. For Angelica, though, ending the marriage was the only option. But the decision left her very vulnerable financially. And so it was a really, sorry if I get emotional. <laughs> but um, 
So, I mean, I, I remember my kids were young and they said, um, we went to the grocery store and we had, we had a basket of groceries and I didn't walk out with them. My car didn't go through. And I, my daughter goes, Mommy, why didn't we bring our food? Oh, I go, the car didn't work. We just have to go home and get another card. That wasn't the case. So my kids at four and two, you know, we've been through a lot. We've been sharing the story of Angelica Garcia Dunn, a Houston entrepreneur who has displayed amazing resilience after her life seemed to collapse. Now, Sue, you're our resident filmmaker. You spent a day with Angelica in Houston for our video profile. Yeah, we were actually in Katy, Texas. Which is really a suburb of Houston. Exactly. It's pretty typical Texas with strip malls, fast food joints, kind of anonymous. Although there is a cute older town center where Angelica has her office. So six years after Angelica had this terrible low moment, she would be starting her own shipping and transportation company. Which now has multiple divisions and 25 employees. And she leases part of a huge warehouse down in the dock area in Houston. It's massive. It's really impressive what she's built. They're just waiting on the money to come in from Africa. But at that particular moment, at the grocery store with her kids, the future looked pretty grim. At first, Angelica took a 100% commission sales job with Northwestern Mutual, the big insurance company, but struggled to make a decent income. At the time when you're hurting and you're in pain from a divorce, you're just not. It was just very hard. She told me suicide wasn't an option because she had two young children depending on her. You know, looking back, uh, it was all lessons learned and it made you stronger. So it didn't kill me, but it made me stronger. When you meet Angelica in person, you can see how driven and focused she is. She's intense, but you can also see just how much she loves her work. Yeah, and she also relies quite heavily on her Christian faith. Her work email even contains a biblical verse. She believes in every situation there's a way to get out of it, and that you're not alone, even though she doesn't like to ask for help. My parents and people always came to me for help, so for me to go outside and get help was not... It just was not part of my DNA. A lifeline during those difficult days came from one of her Northwestern Mutual clients, a fellow single mom named Sandra. Sometimes I'd have to bring my kids to go see customers at night. And we could, you know, she saw right through me. She knew what I was going through. So she kind of just took me under her wing. And I remember she always said, you're a diamond in the rough. Sandra owned a freight company, ABA, that transported goods by ocean or air to South America. She offered Angelica a part-time job. And that was Angelica's introduction to the freight industry. I didn't know what a container was, but there was stable income. She soon learned the basics of the transport industry. So just everything that is entailed in moving just one piece all the way to final destination. The part-time job quickly became full-time, and Angelica stayed for three years. The former banker took a real liking to the freight industry's logistics. I feel like transportation, food needs to get to people's table. We all need to work clothes. There's all kinds of things that we all need, that where we need a truck, where we need ocean, where we need air, where we need rail. And it just fascinates me. But it was trucking, a service that her employer didn't offer, that really caught her interest. As a little girl going down, traveling from Houston, from Corpus to Mexico, I love seeing the trucks. And my uncle, my family comes from trucking as well. Angelica left ABA Express in 2006 to open up a Houston office for system transport a large flatbed carrier based in Spokane, Washington. 
She was soon making over $200,000 a year in salary, working her connections in Mexico to bring in more business. And then, some chance advice at a conference led Angelica to take another step. A woman who worked for Exxon took her aside. She goes, you're a woman, you're a Latina, you know what you're doing. Why won't you open up your own company and become a certified minority woman-owned business? So in 2009, six years after she couldn't afford groceries, Angelica launched AIM Global Logistics, specializing in oil and gas transportation. She used a $500 credit card and 50000 in savings. AIM, A-I-M, stands for her name plus her two children, Isabel and Mathis. Once I started going off in, the, in this, in what I love, and the passion of, of trucking and so forth, that's when money started coming in. The company made $250,000 in revenue its first year. This year, she expects $20 million in revenue. What are her offices like? It seems like such a different world than banking. It is. Well, she started out concentrating mostly in the oil and gas industry, so she ships things like frac sand and water rigs. At the warehouse, you see these enormous crates with machines, pumps and rigs. They're 50, 100 feet high. So you see the sheer physicality of moving these massive machines. But at the same time, it's all about the details. Angelica's day-to-day -day work is in the details, calculating tonnage and dimensions. So now you're at 935.71. Divide that by... It's a ton of paperwork. So we're able to be a, a one-stop shop to you know, service a customer. Imagine a, a, moving a rig from Oklahoma, 70 trucks, to the Port of Houston. And to move a rig, you have to have the cranes, the pole trucks, the tandem trucks, the winch trucks. And then you have to order the permits and escorts. To, so it's A to B and everything in the middle. With such massive projects, cash flow is a constant challenge for Angelica's company. Whether you're selling a tamale for 50 cents or whether you're selling a rig for $5 million, it's all cash flow. You still have payroll, you still have rent. About two years ago, we had a customer in Mexico that didn't pay. And we really, really went through some hard times. While AIM Global grew quickly thanks to a booming fracking industry, the downturn in oil prices took its toll. 2015 was a tough year. I had to lay off about four of my people, and it was really hard. She knew it was time to diversify. She's expanded to provide alternative financing and equipment leasing. Being a former banker, we don't like being concentrated to one customer. So we had to start diversifying not only our clients, but our industries. So we started looking at solar power. We started looking at automotive. Let's look at government projects. Let's look at health care. Angelica now projects revenue of $50 million in the next three to five years, something she could not have predicted when she couldn't afford food for her kids. So that's an 85% margin. Isn't that cool? A few years ago, she and her children built their dream house. It was my kids and I choosing the colors of the house and the stone and the wood floors and the granite. Her personal life has taken a happy turn as well. She recently remarried and at 42 is pregnant with her third child. Right now I'm in a good place and there's a lot of amazing opportunities. Still, scaling a company can be lonely. Angelica practices some of the same habits that she learned when her life hit rock bottom. Surround yourself with a great support system, your family, your friends, great employees. She's also part of C12, a business organization for Christian CEOs. 
I have a network of uh, brothers and sisters that we all have challenges in business. And it's amazing to go, it's just a matter of just keep plugging in and positioning myself and praying, you know, because that's something that I never stop doing. Join us next time to hear more stories about innovative and inspirational women doing the things you'd never dream of. Or maybe you would. This has been The Story Exchange. If you like this podcast, please post a review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. And visit our website at thestoryexchange.org, where you'll find news, videos, and tips for women entrepreneurs. I'm Colleen DeBase. Sound editing provided by Nusha Balian. Interview recorded by Sam Shin. Executive producers are Sue Williams and Victoria Wong. Thank you.